All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, which is pretty cool because they break up the season into small chunks and you have more chances to draft your perfect team and to win, of course. You can do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. And now, let's get into today's show. What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and holy guys, we've got the we've got some piping hot tea this week. It's a big, big, big week, and still bringing that energy. It's a Thursday morning, Michelle. We're recording right now. It's a very special week for the two of us for many, many reasons, football related and not. Happy birthday! Oh no, you didn't warn me we were gonna sing. You. I'm not singing. I, I just told someone my happy birthday singing voice is frankly my worst singing voice. I don't know why it's such a hard <laughs> song to sing, but you're right. Look at us. We're drinking coffee instead of IPAs. IPAs later, obviously. Yeah, IPAs later. And it's oh, yeah. today is Kate's actual freaking birthday. Yay! It's my actual birthday, and it it was your birthday on Monday. Look at us. We've we we've already done our transformation. I'm feeling old, Good. so we changed our recording time this week to the morning. <laughs> now we do early morning we're recording since we're both a year older. Yeah, we're real adults right now. But happy <laughs> birthday week! It's been like. It's been a great week so far. It really, I mean, it's been a crazy start to 2021, all things considered, but I always feel really good at the top of a new year. I love being a January Capricorn baby, and I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Everyone, everyone goes into the new year thinking with high spirits, you know, like everybody at the end of a year in December, it's like you get to the holidays, you're slogging through, you're drinking, you're eating, you have gout now, like everybody is, (laughs) everybody does, man, that's rough. (laughs) No, yeah, but it's the end of a long year, especially 2020. So by the time January rolls around and it's our birthdays, everybody's making their resolutions. They're singing the praises it's of the true. new Everyone's year. Everyone's so glass half full. Like by the end of the year, everyone's like, I don't want to go to any more holiday parties. I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to see you. And then Kate and I have our birthdays right at the top of the year. And when we throw a party yeah. and when we have a birthday celebration, everyone is so glass half full and ready to to hang it's amazing we're very lucky it's amazing yeah it is amazing so this year is a little bit different and usually every year you and i have our annual birthday party together (sighs) this year looks a little different so my question to you is how was your birthday and how did you celebrate uh in this weird weird quarantine i know i really was hoping that i was going to bypass a quarantine birthday entirely seeing as though last january we weren't in a total meltdown and a pandemic yet so we were able to have a a a hang last year and i really thought like getting to january of this year we'd be in the clear 
silly me, me silly too. everyone, me too. <laughs> silly America, I guess. But here yeah. we are now, uh, you know, I guess everybody will now basically, basically everyone will experience a quarantine birthday, at, you know, at some point during this whole, yeah. this whole shenanigans. But it's fine. My birthday was great. I spent time with friends and family and went outside and drank martinis and, you know, what more could you exactly want? We, we we know we made it we made it work it was it was a lovely little birthday what do you have planned for yours uh well i am super excited because we are leaving soon and you know this but of course i know all this. the people i was just setting it yeah, up for, you know for, this already for all, the, for all the listeners out there yeah <laughs> you were just teeing me up so i can just absolutely smash it out of the park so uh we are headed up to the catskills this weekend Ew. Uh, we are doing a socially distanced birthday with uh, friends and family, only a handful, and uh, we'll get to see you on Saturday. I know. Like, we're going to be able to celebrate in real life at a brewery six feet apart. It's amazing. It's going to be so much fun. I'm very much looking forward to having you up in our neck of the woods. Yeah, it's going to be a real, it's been a great week. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to us. The only thing I didn't get... So, can I can I just tell you what I got for my birthday? Oh, sure. Did you already get your presents? Yeah. It's early in the morning so for I got, your birthday. Wow. So, okay. So, I'm a big fan of surprises. I love oh surprises. God. I feel like you're not we a surprise very person. very much very there. I yeah. hate surprises. <laughs> you hate surprises. Yeah, I know that. I know that. I fucking love surprises. <laughs> like, surprise me all the time. So, last night I went to my favorite restaurant. It's tradition. Uh sat outside in like a corner of whatever, like it was freezing cold, 20 degrees out, but whatever. We went out to this restaurant because it's tradition, and I got my first birthday present as a surprise. I have to show you though. Oh, it's super sweet. Okay. I'm going to have to describe it to all the listeners. I'm not really sure what I'm about to see here. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Oh, she got another Tennessee Titans beanie. This woman has more Tennessee Titans beanies so nice. than anyone on the planet. Probably more than like Derrick Henry has. I probably do. I have to, I have it over <laughs> Wow, this looks super it, weird it on the camera extra, right now. I, can we please take a picture of this actually? Because the fact that you have it on over your headphones, you kind of look like Yoda or something. Yeah, I kind of actually. Uh, well, I got this sweet hat. If you've seen the new merch line for the NFL, usually I don't. I mean, I have a billion of these Facts. hats, right? They're the they're the winter hats with the little. There's like a lip on it, pom pom, and on then top. they have the little pom on top. Yeah, they're super cute. First of all, the cool part about this hat, pom is removable. If you don't want the pom, you don't have to have wow. it. Wow, so that's that's a that's very dope. smart feature. Someone should have thought about that I a long know. time ago. There's a lot of hats that I have that are palms, but they only work for ski areas because otherwise I feel stupid wearing like a palm hat around And then you everywhere. just can transform like it into a beanie. Wow. That's brilliant. Exactly. Palm on the top. Light blue palm. Okay. Then in the middle, Tennessee around yep. or 10, T-E-N-N. I see it. And then the best part is on the little flap, this like dark navy blue flap, there's a circle medallion. And it's like the new <laughs> insignia for the NFL and each team. I fucking love this little circle medallion. She's very thing. excited about her beanie, everybody. Yeah. I like it. Got a great hat. I like Got it. Got a great hat. It's, it's been a great birthday. It's a really good segue into our, the rest of our opening is talking about I know. what the hell went down in the playoffs last week. 
I know. As much I got a I got a great great birthday present and a hat, but the present I didn't get was the Titans winning. Like I'm but really you know bummed you're about still, it. You're such a fan that you're still rocking it. You're still excited. Oh yeah. You know it is what it is. They didn't pull it out, but damn it, they had so many chances. They should have won that game, Kate. What the hell happened? I know. I mean, I I. It, <sighs> There's blood in the water from last year. I, I really loved this wild card weekend this past weekend. I, I have to say it was filled with ups and downs. I was shocked with a lot of the wins and losses. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I mean, the Titans Ravens, I we all knew it was going to be close. Could have gone either way. Just they so just happened to fall into Lamar Jackson. Opportunities though, like there yeah. were there were interceptions. There were great defensive stands that I didn't expect I Tennessee to have because the defense is like their low point. But every 100%. time they had the opportunity to one-up them or to capitalize they just they didn't get in the end zone I know it just wasn't it and that's what it comes down to right when it's the single limb you just have to capitalize on those moments and they're just I will also tell you from a DFS perspective last week was like probably the first and only week I went for Derrick Henry because he's so expensive (sighs) and I was like I'm going in they're gonna come out guns blazing I'm all in on the Titans whoa terrible terrible yeah it wasn't great no. it wasn't great yeah it was a bummer it was a bummer to watch it it felt like a really the part of it I really enjoyed actually and I don't usually enjoy watching the Titans defense they've got some work to True. do but it was a really great defensive game and the only time that there were it wasn't an opportunistic like shootout right. which I kind of thought it, it was gonna be. be fun yeah I kind of thought it was going to be too, but it was the exact opposite of what I expected. It was like a really intense defensive battle. And if one player slipped up and Lamar Jackson finds one seam, that's the game. You know, it was like one micro movement that cost. I could go on a whole Lamar Jackson rant, but I'll try to keep it really short. (laughs) I don't like him. I don't like him. I because uh, he's a poopy pants because of the poopy pants, which that was a great story <laughs> that you told me about. But here's here's my thing, and and I and I probably have said this about other QBs that have like a similar style. It bothers me that like he's a quarterback, but he isn't a quarterback. Like he runs the ball, like throw the ball, bro. You're a quarterback. They just call him a running back. I yeah, just, they all. And so that like kind of that that style of play just is not my favorite. So watching it frustrates me. Yeah, and then. Okay, and that's the end of my tangent after this. But, like, <laughs> I get it. The guy, you know, he's really good. I understand. Fine. But I just, there's just something about him I don't like. I don't like the demeanor. I don't like the whole, I don't know. I'm yeah. just, I'm not into it. So we're going to talk about this week's matchups. I got all my money in the Bills hat because I just don't want to see the Rams win. I, don't, I mean, or the Ravens win. I just don't want to see it. Over it. I don't want to see the Ravens win either. I do think, like, I was thinking about it, and I think it's a really good matchup for the Ravens, actually, the Bills. And so I could see, similar to last week, like, upsets, upsets, upsets with the Titans and Ravens, which was a toss-up. The Steelers got knocked out by the Browns. That was insane. The Seahawks got knocked out. Did you watch that game? That Steelers-Browns game was crazy. In the first two seconds, like, there was 14 points scored. (laughs) I know, I know. I think I watched the first four touchdowns, and then I was like, what is happening? I turned it off at the half, and then I just woke up to the score, because I was like... Well, so did I. And they they gave it a run. I know, but so so I did the same thing, because I was, again, I was all in on the Steelers. I was like, they're going to beat up on the Browns. Like, I'm I'm all in here. I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. So I had had Big Ben and Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster on a few of my DFS teams, and I was like, fuck. 
this is just not going the way I need it to go. And after watching football all day, I was like, I got to just go to bed. I'm too frustrated. This game is killing yeah. me. But I, even though the Steelers lost, I did wake up to a 500-yard game yeah. by Big Ben, and I won in, like, two of my leagues. So I felt better about that. Yeah. I can't believe, I mean, all around, that was a, it was an insane wild card weekend, and he had a, I mean, the Steelers had an amazing game. They made it, they made it close. If you, if you were, if you didn't watch the game and you just looked at the final score, you would have been like, oh, that was a close game, though it didn't feel like it when you watched most of it. Not at all. No, but I, I can feel maybe the same thing happening this upcoming weekend. So we've got Rams, Packers. Bills, Can we Ravens, talk about the Rams getting Chiefs, in? Browns. Like Pete Carroll uh, I, has to still be crying that the Seahawks lost. I'm, I know that the I, Rams have a good defense, but they they don't have a very strong offense, and I just didn't think that they could pull it out against the Seahawks. That that to me was the biggest upset of the week. I always feel like though the Rams sneaky make it into the playoffs like a lot, you know, like Sean McVay that one year true, where he true. he and Jared Goff and Cooper Cup just like had it was like their year and it was like the golden children of the Rams <laughs> just rising All up. All these dudes with I feel like they and blue eyes. Yeah, I get I actually get them confused. Like <laughs> I know what Jared Goff looks like, but Cooper Cup I'm like, are you Jared Goff? Like I don't Who know. Anyway, so the Rams always are sneaky in there. Obviously, they're playing the Packers, and Packers are coming off a rest week, right? So, like, yeah, they yeah, had a bye last week. I mean, week. look, I think I I said the same thing last week. I didn't think the Rams had a chance against the Seahawks, but also when you think Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson, I mean, there's a huge difference there. So I I don't see the Packers coming off a bye week. Aaron Rodgers out at the helm, having like an MVP season, yeah. letting letting the Rams, you know, get uh-huh. to them. It look, it's going to be tough. You know, I think I think uh, Devontae, you know, uh, Devontae is going to have a bit of an issue, you know, potentially with that with the Rams secondary. But it's not like Aaron Rodgers doesn't have other people to throw it to. Like y- y- we'll talk about yeah. it later, but he's got other guys and he's got a running game. So, you know. We'll, I got to go Packers, but who knows? Maybe you're right. Yeah, Maybe I think the Rams it's go will, pack go. will sneak in, but I don't think so. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will let that happen. Yeah, I think the Rams always sneaky make it further than you think, but the Rams never make it to the they end. Have an ex- so, they have an expiration. Go- it's probably this week. Yeah, I think that's right. So go Pack go. And then, again, it's we talked about Bills, Ravens. Like I said, I think that this could be the upset of the week. I think it's a really great matchup for the Ravens. That being said, yet again, watching the Bills this past week, Josh Allen is beast. So I think uh, I think you're right. I think the Bills have a lot of momentum. They have a lot of excitement this year, seeing as though they haven't, you know, made a playoff push in many years. I think they have the pieces in place. I also think that the Bills D is gonna be better at stopping Lamar, which means yeah. Mr. Quarterback, as I use my air quotes, is gonna actually have to throw the ball. And as we've seen, like that's not their strong point. They definitely yeah. have some, you know, folks out. They've they've got Hollywood Brown. They've got you know Mark Andrews. It's not to say that they they can't, but they don't usually do it. And so if they if they can't break off those fifty yard runs that Lamar is used to getting. And they're not doing well through the air, and the and the Bills have a strong offense. I, I agree fully. I mean, I think the yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. And that being said, Ravens kind of similar to the Titans game this past weekend. They catch a seam. It's really good. If they don't, it's really boring. Yeah. So I think, the, I think um, the Bills will be able to capitalize offensively where the Titans couldn't. Unfortunately. Yeah. Go Bills. I think you're right. New York team, baby. Go, go, go Bills. Bills. 
Go Bills, baby. I'm feeling it. Um, I think the boring game of the weekend is probably Chiefs-Browns. I don't know, though. I don't think we're going to have another one. I really, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine they have another game like that. I just can't. I, the Browns, I that is. I don't think that the Browns will be able to do what they did defensively, like picking off um, Ben. I don't yeah. think they'll be able to pick off Mahomes as much. I just, I just Mm-mm. don't think that will happen. But... I also don't think that the Chiefs' defense is that great. And, like, Baker's looked good. Chubb's looked good. Kareem Hunt was a friggin', you know, steamroller last week. So I I think, like, offensively it should be a good game. I don't think either one of these teams – I mean, the Browns do have a good D, but I just don't think they're going to be able to shine as much against such an explosive offense. I don't know. I I disagree with you. I don't think this is going to be as boring as a game as you would think. I guess it's a good point with the – with the Chiefs defense you know like anytime the Chiefs are playing you're not watching for the defense you know it's like they're winning obviously they won a ton of games this year but if you look at the scores it's not like they held their opponents to no points it was like lots of points across the board in 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 many circumstances yeah yeah maybe this is the one that if it if it looks anything like last week for the Browns maybe it's another just like high scoring like typical Chiefs it, game it could be. I mean it, it should be I think it should be I think it'll I think it'll be fun With that in mind though I mean I can't see a world unless like Mercury's in retrograde where the Browns win I just don't I don't I see personally that world agree I, I don't really think the Browns will be able to pull out another one uh, then again I didn't think they would beat the Steelers I just think some of those mistakes that the Steelers made I do not see the Chiefs making those same mistakes yeah. I agree I agree and it's tough to <laughs> Mahomes after rest I don't know if I want to be playing Mahomes after yeah, rest right gotta be honest yeah. with you which leads us to in my opinion, and you can probably speak to this better than I, but in my opinion, the best best game of the weekend, Buck Saints. I think that's going to be a fucking joy to watch our two veteran quarterbacks, two of the best to do it, duke it out in, I don't know, I don't want to speak too soon, but it could be a final season for somebody, and I'm thinking it's Drew Brees. I, 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 don't, I don't know how much further he's going here. No, I definitely think it's, it's, it's going to be the end for him, which means he's going to be, you know, playing his heart out. Like, not to, to say that he doesn't always, because he does. You know, they've already said, or there's speculation that Tom's going to come back, so I don't think that it's the end of his season. But, man, what a cherry on top would it be for Tom if he plays, you know, for the first time in his career on a different team and, you know, takes them takes them to the Super Bowl. Like, that'd be insane. There's a lot, there's going to be a lot of, you know, uh, testosterone on the field for that game and a lot of excitement with two, like, icons playing. I, my gut, my heart's telling me to go with the Bucks. I really don't know that they'll be able to pull it out, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to root for them anyway. Yeah, I... Although the Saints... Actually, wait. This is like a clusterfuck for me because these are the two teams... Uh, fuck. Uh, this is a lose lose for me in a way, I guess, because I said at the beginning Why? of our season that the Saints would go and win the Super Bowl. And then halfway through the year, I said, uh, maybe maybe the Bucks. And now they're playing each other, so... I guess it's a, I don't know, is this a catch-22, Kate? I don't know, I don't know what It is do. a catch-22. It is a catch-22. Well, you found yourself in a really good and a really bad position. Because <laughs> in, in either event, like, you're you're one step closer to being correct, ultimately. Point, but you are losing one of your picks in the in the crosshairs. So um, this will be the best game of the weekend, Buck Saints. Uh, you I heard it here first. I almost can guarantee From it. Kate you heard it here first. I am going Bucks. I just don't, like... 
it's Tom Brady, you know, not to, again, not to say hey, like, sometimes you don't, it's Drew Brees, Tom Brady, they're the best to do it, just, but Tom just has a way. It's hard with, you know, man, playoff Tom, playoff Tom, you know, is, I don't, playoff he's Tom. playoff exactly. Tom, I don't know, exactly. I just, this is going to be a hell of a game, that's for sure, I'm excited to watch it. He's got something to prove. He's got some of the best receiving core in the league. I think he's just, he's set up for good success. Now, that being said, it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm still kind of calling it a coin flip in some ways, but I'm hedging towards the Bucks right. for sure. So now. It's going to be such a good I know, weekend. We're gonna have a good, what a good week to have a birthday. Good birthday weekend filled with excellent matchups, hopefully some excellent beers between the two of us. And yes. I think we should probably move on to the huddle let's do it all right michelle so on top of this already being a really wonderful week to be alive and to be birthed and born it's an awesome week for a huddle there's a lot of sports that are converging right now like we're getting into hockey season and there's trading happening for the NBA and tennis is starting again in February and the Super Bowl is coming up obviously so there's a lot of sports stuff going on there's a lot of sports (laughs) stuff so this today's huddle is going to be awesome I found some like really dope headlines it's across the board like every sport essentially so um and it's kind of like I said at the beginning of the show piping hot Tea. I've got a lot to talk about in today's huddle. How do you feel? I just have a question. Before we get into the huddle, I'm just curious, <laughs> why is it piping hot tea? Like, could it be piping hot soup? Could it be piping hot coffee? I'm just uh, curious if this is a saying or just, I'm, I'm just uh, asking for a friend. I don't know. Uh, huh. Ooh, I stumped you. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm like, do I go on Urban Dictionary and look this up? Uh, of all who came the pla- up with know. like spilling tea? It's like if spilling you spill milk, it's in- bad. You spill okay. tea, it's good. I don't know. All right. I was That's just a, I'm going to write that down. Piping <laughs> hot tea question mark. Okay. I'll come back to you next episode. I have no clue. That's it. a really good right. question. Great. I'm just curious. There's other piping hot things. I just want to know. I just want to know. <laughs> it's a curious. really... Yeah, it's a it's a really good. Sorry, I'm getting a million <laughs> birthday texts and I'm getting distracted from pulling out my timer. But it's a really good question. I would like Get to know that too. Timer. Yeah, I've got the timer pulled up. You know how it goes. Everybody knows how it goes. We got 60 seconds on the clock, and we have the biggest headlines of this week to talk through. So, um, I was thinking that I'll count you down. And do you want to take that first headline? Sure. Ooh, baby, let me get my stopwatch. <laughs> All right, we've got 60 seconds on the clock, Michelle. When you're ready, in three, two, one, birthday huddle. Uh, Rockets trade James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. Woo! Mark Clattenburg, a referee for the Premier League for 13 years, admitted he used to favor Manchester United fe- uh, in the games featuring Fergie, who's a player, not a singer. Happy opening day to any hockey fans. The NHL season starts back up again this week. Uh, Mickey Mantle baseball card has shattered a five-month-old record for the highest-selling sports card of all time for $5.2 million. 
We love Nikki. Uh, Racing Louisville selected UNC defender Emily Fox at number one in Wednesday, in Wednesday's NWSL draft, while the Washington Spirit selected Trinity uh, Rodman with the second pick. Rodman is the daughter of former NBA star Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Browns coach Kevin Stefanski, who has COVID, returned to the team's practice facilities on Thursday. Uh, let me have a comeback. Go- golf. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> Golf great treat, Tiger Woods, Mistress oh. Rachel. Oh, my God. I, like, totally Whoa, that was one. that was a flubby little flub. I, what happened there? There weren't even hard, <laughs> weird names or words. I just literally couldn't read. <laughs> uh, do you want to read that last one? Just because it's, like, it's kind of relevant. And I wanted to talk let about me, something. Okay. Let me have a comeback. This is very perfect for me to be reading right now, considering I couldn't get it right the first time. Golf great, Tiger Woods' ex-mistress, Rachel, how do you say her name? Rachel Uchitel. Uchitel? Okay. Insists (laughs) triggered fans deserve no apologies. Okay. Is this just about the fact that, like, everybody refers to her as Tiger Woods' mistress and she just doesn't want to be referred to as that? What is Okay, she, well then you shouldn't have been Tiger Woods' mistress, stupid. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure, but she is an. The only thing I know about her is she is an ex nightclub manager, and this was in the Tiger Woods. You know, like the the yeah, aughts, yeah. 2009, when it was just like a bad year and filled with sex scandals. Whatever. Um, I think it's the person he cheated on. What's her name with? Like the his his wife. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyway, um, I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure. One way or another. Okay. So apparently, there's an HBO documentary where she talks about this. Um. I I just watched Tiger. Like I just watched the movie. I don't know if it's the same one because I I must have just missed this woman. But overall, like whether this ex nightclub manager is speaking out or not, the headline itself is kind of null. The actual movie, the new documentary, is so good. It's, it's really a, it's a really good. It's essentially so it's it recounts his entire career starting when he was I don't know, like, apparently he started swinging clubs when he was two years old. Like, one or two years old, he could hit a driver. He could hardly stand up. Kate always comes to the show with that golf knowledge. I'm not going to lie to you. It's fucking crazy, dude. I, like, most kids can't walk. He's, like, shooting his driver down the range. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to say that if you're looking for something to watch... Speaking of piping hot tea, the Tiger documentary is next level. Like, knowing the inner workings of his family, his, like, his ex-girlfriend for all of high school is featured in it. It's crazy. It's all this stuff I never knew. And he is, like, truly prodigal. Like, he is, like, a very like the best of all time he's the best golfer of all time it is crazy Very interesting in 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 other things that you should watch yes if you if you weren't an nba fan or a brooklyn oh. nets fan you should be now because with the beard james harden coming to brooklyn man yeah! this makes me miss brooklyn even more now i want to like go and watch the game first of all the brooklyn nets have the dopest court i think i've talked about this before yeah. on the planet it's like great. literally the coolest court you've ever seen and now they have like the coolest three guys on the team. Come on. Yeah, it's 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 super chic. It's like that gray tone court, which is so dope. So and they dope. have the best team in the league now. Do you think? I mean, I'm- 
I mean, we got to get an NBA person on here because we're going to start, I mean, our off-season draft I mean, queens, we're going to keep it up. We got to talk about other sports, not just football in the off-season. Well, this so. will be, this is going to be a fun one to watch. And I think, you know, th- this is, this is rival, rivaling the whole like LeBron, D Wade, Chris Bosh situation that used to be down in Miami in, in yeah. Brooklyn now with, with Durant, Kyrie, and now Harden, like, and it's Brooklyn, so they're just awesome and cool. This is so. Do you think we're gonna? So here's here's my thing. I am going to be in my current apartment for the next year. We have the extension of our lease. We have a two year lease. We're about halfway through it. This means that somewhere in Brooklyn, both myself and James Harden will overlap at some point. <laughs> this is true. You gotta go find him. I'm you gotta gonna make this go your find mission. him. You gotta make this your mission now. I think he might just be like my favorite NBA player. And I'm not an NBA fan. He's but just so good and he's so fresh. I don't know. He just, I feel like he's so cool. He seems so sweet. He made beards cool again. Like he literally <laughs> made beards cool. I don't really, I'm not a beard fan. Now I am. I used to be a Nets fan growing up in New Jersey. He's making the Nets cool again. I'm like, okay, Katie, Kyrie, Harden, Harden I'll, I'll root for the Nets. That's fucking right? dope. Also, speaking of this trade that just happened and now bringing Harden to the Nets, did you know, I was reading this headline this morning, I thought it was bonkers, did you know that James Harden has to pay more than $13 million in taxes based on his his new contract? I mean, that makes sense. I'm sure all these guys pay a shitload of taxes. They I don't do. feel bad. No, I don't feel, I definitely don't <laughs> feel bad. It's just like shocking to see that number on paper. Because you, you know, know how much money they're making. And then I'm like, oh, my God. If you're just paying 13 mil in taxes, you are making so much money. You are. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't translate. I'm it literally. Doesn't. I've now fully distracted myself by going on the 47 hat website because, like, I love Brooklyn and I love black and white. <laughs> and I feel like I need a Brooklyn hat now. What is wrong uh, with me? This is where my head goes. We got to think of something that's like, okay, so just a sneak peek for listeners, because this will happen at some point in 2021 when the world is back to normal again. We will have merch coming out for Draft Queens. We will. Fact. It's happening. Fact. We should find a way to like make our merch play off of the teams that we really love. So Ooh. like Titans reminiscent stuff, like maybe some Pats reminiscent stuff, maybe some Nets gear, like a little a little collabo. I don't know. I think we can get creative with it. But I just can't believe like this is where my this is how my brain works. I'm just making sure everybody realizes how my brain works. We talk about the Nets, how dope they are. We talk about the that we love Brooklyn, and immediately I'm like, oh my god, their colors are I black and white. It's my <laughs> it's my life. It's my life is teams with black and white. Let me go get a hat. Why don't I have one yet? <laughs> Well, it feels like it's going to – listen, treat yourself to a hat, first of all. <laughs> I, I have week. so many black hats. You already know this, Kate. It's like my demise is a black hat. I know. Or like just black merch in general. But whatever. It's your brand. You you lean in. And also it's a big week. I was listening to another show I really love where one of the hosts, she was like, listen, all you idiots who are just depriving yourself of – food and alcohol you're going on diets this year oh, yeah. you're doing you're, you're doing a cleanse stop it stop Cut trying it to be fiscally <laughs> responsible it's a new year you treat yourself and i feel that i really feel it and i agree with her thank you ria on chicks in the office i appreciate that because it gave me that energy <laughs> and michelle i think you deserve a nets hat because of this trade okay. if you want a black nets hat you treat yourself so i'm with okay. uh, i'm with thank Rhea. you thank you i really i appreciate the um uh, support. I really oh, do. What can I say? 
Um, like I said, lots of crazy headlines this week. Any others you want to talk about? I mean, it's just all over. It's all over the board. I I think the soccer well, stuff I mean, is crazy. I don't yeah. Know. So what happens to that guy that agrees to or, or, or admits that now? Nothing. They're just like, ah, boo, boo on you, buddy. Like you shouldn't have done that. What like? I just read it this morning. I'm not really quite sure. Again, like we, a few episodes ago, we didn't even know the difference between the Champions League and the Premier League. So I'm going to preface it by saying that. But um, yeah, this guy, Clattenburg is the last name. Mark Clattenburg. He was a referee for the Premier League for 13 years. And it was during the time where this guy named Fergie, who I didn't know was not a singer and is in fact a soccer player. Yeah. um, Played on Man U. Uh, was a Manchester United forward, I believe, maybe. And um, yeah, this this referee just straight up said in an interview, like today, he was like, yeah, we used to favor Man U when F- Fergie was on the team. We would just like throw them a couple calls. But do you just get off scot-free? Like, because now that's now this is like four or five years later after the guy's like, yeah. retired. Like, oh, okay. Oh, shame on me. I think he does get off scot-free. You know, it's just, it's a weird conversation to have. should have to, to pay have. James... He should have to pay James Harden's tax dollars. Oh, that, I don't <laughs> think he makes enough to pay James Harden's tax dollars. Oh, man. I wonder how much and referees make. Great question. No idea. I feel like that's a pretty solid job. Like, you have to... There, there's a referee documentary. If we're just going to go down a ra- rabbit hole of documentaries... If you've got to be out there running up and down the field you with be the players that, that, that make all that money, you got to get paid something. I think that referee they do a similar training regimen as athletes. They have to, right? They got to yeah. run the whole game. It's they don't get a break. Pre- Some of these guys go sit on the bench. I don't see the referees sitting on the bench. Yeah, well, I just can't believe we are, like. Let's be real. Referee. Everybody has biases. Like you have a bias, you're probably going to sure, throw a couple calls to, here and but there. Keep it to yourself. Keep, Why yeah. do you say it? Out loud, don't say dude? it. <laughs> don't tell people in an interview. Okay, like. We don't need to know, Mr. Clattenburg, that you are favoring Man U. Crazy. Just just kind of asinine. I would be curious if there's any kickbacks for that. Like, if he's going to get reprimanded at all. But, you know, Michelle, I think it just kind of, like, gets swept under the rug from here. But I thought it was God crazy. damn it. God damn it. These people yeah. getting things swept under the rug. Anyway. Dang, damn it. You anyway, won't. so, the well, the last headline, I mean, you know, we talked a lot about the Browns in that major upset. Crazy to yeah. think that they did it without their head coach. Um, you know, or wasn't even, four of their coaches, not just of their, their head right, coach. Yeah. So four. that's just that's just wild. Um, I'm sure this man is very happy to be uh, back and recovered from COVID and also coaching his team yeah. this week. Yeah, I, I and I think with that, I mean, crazy for the Browns, crazy for the four coaches who had COVID and literally watched their team play wildcard weekend from their couches. Yes. But, you know, we've still got a lot of football to be played. So with we that do. in mind... We should move on and talk move on? about some good values of DFS players this I, week. Yes, let's talk. Let's let's get right into that football. Let's talk DFS for week 16. All right, so we're back again this week to do some DFS value picks for everyone, formerly known as Stardom Sidem, but still kind of Stardom Sidem, just a little bit, yeah. just a little bit of a different thinking behind these. Yes, instead, modified. instead of telling you like the obvious who you should start, who you should sit, we'll talk through a little bit each position. Um, what, what, who we think is at good value this week in your DFS leagues? Yes, exactly. 
Um, sorry, my coffee delivery just came. What out. a what a guy you Thank got you there. What a guy. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. But I, I needed this is exactly the coffee energy I needed. Perfect timing. It is perfect. To talk to talk football and DFS. I'm stoked about it. And it's fun because I know that you're the you're the expert on this segment, which is DFS start and sit. Uh, but I don't play daily fantasy, so I girl, you gotta I, get I into always, it. It's fun. I know. You, okay, I like hearing about okay. it from you, though. I think it's sweet. Okay, but this is what we're gonna do. When I see you this weekend, because I'm gonna see you yeah. on Saturday, and there's two games on Saturday mm-hmm. at four o'clock and eight o'clock. Me and yep. you are gonna look at a team, and we're gonna we're gonna make a team together. That's what we're gonna do. I think that's a great that's a great idea, and also um. I I experimented with it this weekend. Like I was playing around, and it's really fun. I think I'm I'm getting the gist of it's, it. It's, so this segment's fun. This, I I like to make bets on who who can who's the exactly. Best. That's who, who is the best pick. That's of the week. what's fun about the DFS. It's it's week to week. You don't have to worry about holding on to these guys like the whole season you do for fantasy. I will toot my own horn for one minute before we get into the, this week week's. Oh my picks. God, yeah. But toot away. I'm looking at my team from last week. As I mentioned, I had Big Ben. It was looking very treacherous at the beginning and frankly if he didn't throw four picks he would have had way more points which is what I thought he would have but Big Ben had four touchdowns I had Jonathan Taylor touchdown J.K. Dobbins touchdown Claypool two touchdowns Godwin touchdown Cam Akers touchdown killed it my biggest flub last week was John Brown on the Bills man he really put up a goose egg I was I mean I know Beasley played or whatever I just I didn't think he would be that bad. Anyway, tooting my own horn for a minute because DFS is fun. I won it in the umpteenth hour with Ben and Claypool last week. But it's to your point, it's fun to just like, yeah, it's fun to pick who you think is just going to be the best for that week and be able to pick from everybody. It's different from fantasy where you can only pick of you can only pick the best guys that you already have on your roster. You don't get to pick from everybody. Right. Yeah, I think it. That's that is why it's so much fun because you can pick, and essentially now we're down to the best eight teams. So the playing field's getting smaller and smaller. The players are getting even better and better and more valuable. So exactly, it's fun. It feels like you're literally just selecting from the cream of the crop. Exactly, you're picking the best from the best. So um, I'm excited about it. There's eight teams this week that are left between two games Saturday, two games Sunday, and position by position. Um, do you want to go through? Like, I would love to hear who you think is going to knock it out of the park this week. I mean, look, it's like you said, I think there's going to be a lot of knocking it out of the park at this point. You know, you've got the best players in here. So I think it's, it's looking at like the value, you know, for anyone that's not playing DFS, you only get a fixed amount of money depending on where you're playing, what you're playing. It's not like you can pick every number one seed and like whatever, you know, and spend, you know, infinite amounts of money. So you really have to be kind of smart about who you're picking. So Again, it varies depending on, you know, what platform or whatever you're using. But, you know, this week the most expensive quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. So you certainly could spend a bunch of money on him. He's got a good, you know, a good matchup over there against Cleveland. Plus it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, whatever, you know. But it's going to set you back a pretty big, you know, chunk of change. So I was looking through it this week. And uh, this may sound crazy, but if we're talking about value here... Uh, I really think Baker Mayfield has another good week. I just, I just. You're kidding me. I really do. I, I just don't think KCD is, they're not known for D. They're known for O. And so I, I just kind of feel like the, the, yeah, the, I think the Browns have a bit of momentum. Come on. Like there's some momentum there. Plus they have their coach back. 
And Baker really didn't look bad last week. You know what I mean? He really didn't. I know a lot of the points that were scored last week were also defensive. So I'm not saying he was the sole reason that they won that game. But, like, he didn't throw a pick. He threw three touchdowns. And, you know, they won that game. So, uh, again, everyone now is, like, the best in class, right? That's kind of where we're at. So, you know... Everyone on your team is kind of a stud in a way. It's just how do you kind of make sure that you can roster a full team? Hence why I'm saying I think Baker is of good value this week. He's at least 2000 if not $2,500 cheaper than, you know, a handful of other quarterbacks. And I think he has upside. Yeah, and okay, so wait a second. How much money do you get in total? It depends. Like, what's your budget? It totally varies. It varies on, like, which platform, you know, you're using. Are you using FanDuel? Are you using DraftKings? Are you using something else? I see. It varies on what kind of tournament you get involved in. You know what I mean? So, it, it you know, it could be yeah. anywhere from, like, $100,000 to $60,000. It sort of it sort of varies, um, you know, week to week. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Just, just curious about that because as I was going through this weekend and I also, I did technically build a DFS team, so I'm in it. I'm with I love it this, this week. I love it. Yeah. And I'm still getting the hang of it, but, um, yeah, you kind of like place big bets on, like you could buy Mahomes. You could, but, but then you're going to have to, like your whole exactly. bank Then you got to, yeah, exactly. Okay. So I think that the, from my, my opinion, Baker is a very interesting DFS pick this week. Good value if you don't want to spend all like of it. your money on, you know, the quarterback. And then, you know, <laughs> you could get really cute with it. And in your, uh, never in your quarterback position, do not do this. But in your flex position, I think the whole Taysom Hill thing is always interesting. You just never know what Taysom's going to do. He could be good for a touchdown. Yeah. I would never draft him or pay for him as my actual quarterback. But you could you yeah. could get kind of cute with it and put him in your flex. I like that. Yeah. And <laughs> that's fun. Can you do, can you put anyone in your flex? Again, I think it, it, it probably depends. I'd have to, uh, you'd have to look at it and see. Let's see. I'm looking, I'm yeah, looking at yeah. one right now to make sure I'm not like crazy, but I think. It's like similar to fantasy. You can put your running backs in there. You can put yeah. Your in, in this particular, in, in this particular in one that I play in, you can put another quarterback. Well, they have him listed as a running back. Sneaky, sneaky. It's so sneaky. That's sneaky, I know. Sneaky. Taysom Hill is a sneaky, sneaky. That's sneaky, sneaky. So he could be good for a flex. You never know what the hell is going to happen. But I think yeah. I, I'm going, I think Baker is a very interesting, uh, you know, value play. Obviously, you know all the other top guys, Lamar, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Rodgers. I don't have to tell you that. But, you know, I think yeah. I think Baker sort of sits in the middle of the pack with with some pretty good upside. And he's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you there. Uh so I, I like that call. And and then if we're thinking about, I mean, who are our running backs at this point? I, I mean, here's the thing. I personally think this is where you spend your money. You know, that's why I'm saying Baker might be a good pick. He's a little bit, you know, cheaper, saves you some money. You know, in, in most of these leagues, you can pick two running backs, you know, plus a flex if you want a third running back. I think there's a lot yeah. of big, awesome name running backs. Obviously, you know, you've got Kamara, you've got J.K. Dobbins, you've got Nick Chubb, you've got Kareem Hunt, you've got Aaron Jones, you've got Cam Akers, you've got all the big guys. So in my opinion, a good strategy could be spend a little less money on your quarterback and allow yourself to get like two really stud, like top five, top six running backs and spend your money that way. So I kind of made a note to self this week, like, don't get cute. Don't. Don't try to like save your money on some like you know, fucking, I don't know, like Le'Veon Bell. Oh, I think he's going to have, like, I I don't think that's going to happen. You know what I mean? So I would say don't get cute on 
the running backs, I think there's so many studs in, you know, on these teams that it, you should try to use your budget as best you can to get at least two, you know, stud, like somewhere between like 7,000, 8,000, like those are sort of the more like top tier, you know, um, running backs. And if, if, yeah. if you save a couple of bucks on, um, you know, your, uh, your QB or we'll talk tight end too. I think you could save a few bucks there with some interesting plays. You could probably get yourself, you might even be able to get like Kamara and Jones or Kamara and Akers and get like two yeah. studs on your team. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And I'm also thinking about, um, I, I always think about where they play and, uh, specifically I just will call out, like you could pick any of the top running backs, right? There's yep. eight to 16 of them. Let's call it, um, I would say take a look at that Rams-Packers game. If they're playing at Lambeau, which they are, home field, it's going to be a run game. Like, it's snowing in Green Bay right now, I'm sure. And that means put the ball on the ground. That means Cam Akers. That means Aaron Jones. Like, that would be where, to your point, like the the Cam-Aaron double down on running backs. I like that. Yeah, I think that's the smart play this week uh, in, in the running back uh, position. So anyway, you can, anyway like you can nab two of those, you know, top guys. I think uh, it's worth shaving some dollars off in other places to, to double down on running backs. Yeah, I think that's right, especially in that game. And maybe, maybe, eh. No, Rams Packers. Rams Packers, Look you there. like that one. All right. So then looking yeah. at wide receivers, here's here's a spot where I think, you know, there's there's more mouths to feed, if you will. Like I, I think there's obviously some huge like, again, you know, when you look at the top three, you've got Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams are most likely your top three and are pretty dominantly the top three. But once you start going down the line, you know, it's None of these names to me are like the dominant, you know, guy. It, it, when you look at like a Godwin and a Mike Evans, like Tom Brady throws it to everyone. So you could, you know, mm-hmm. Godwin's been, you know, his kind of favorite as of late, but he's been throwing it to everyone. He's been throwing it to Antonio Brown. So, you know, here's the, Big the, time. Wide, re- yeah. the wide receiver spot, I think, is a good place that you could, you know, sort of look a little bit lower down and really, you know, kind of get someone of, of, you know, good value. Again, save some money, maybe get a little bit of a cheaper wide receiver so you can snag those, you know, big name uh, uh, running back. So a couple that I had written down that I think could be interesting this week, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, um, still, still good value um, in, in most of these, you know, leagues, uh, especially, you know, he, he's going up against these other big name guys. So he's cheaper by default and he's been catching touchdowns left and right. So yeah. I do yes. think that the Ravens are going to have to figure out a way to throw the ball in this game. I don't think they're going to be able to rely on Lamar on the ground. I don't think they are either. And so, no. you know, Marquise was his number one target last week. I think he was like six for six or seven for seven and a touchdown. So, I mean, I think he's of good value. I think he'll continue to be, sorry, he was seven of nine, hundred yards. You know, he, he, he's the guy over there right now. And I think they have to throw the ball this week. Yeah, I'm, I I agree with that. I think that's a really good call out because that matchup between the Ravens bills, like you said, it's going to be really hard to run against the bills defense, uh, in my opinion, but we'll see if that actually holds true because similar to last week, if they find a seam, they find a seam between, you know, our favorite running back Lamar Jackson and, but seriously, and JK Dobbins, um, I also really, really like for the antithesis of the Rams-Packers game, which I think is going to be on the ground, you know that the Bucks saints is going to be in the air, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like a 
a Deontay Harris is really exciting for the Saints, I feel like. You called it out earlier. Last week I was playing with Antonio Brown in my wide receiver slot for the Bucks. It's going to be in the air. And yep. just knowing who those quarterbacks are favoring right now, you know that Tom and Drew are going to go to work in this game in the air. Yeah. It's going to just, they're going to let it fly. And Deontay Harris is a name that I had, I was not very familiar with before last week, but he had a hell of a game uh, in the wild card, you know, uh, uh, game over the Bears. He, you know, I actually had drafted Emmanuel Sanders in one of my things. And then I dropped Emmanuel because I was like, oh, with Michael Thomas back, I feel like it's going to be yeah. the Michael Thomas show. And while Michael Thomas did score a touchdown, the the other name that you heard the most there was, was Deontay Harris. So it'd be interesting to yeah. see if he can kind of keep that rolling um, this week. And definitely, you know, he's he's on the lower end of the totem pole, cheaper with definitely upside, to your point, with all the throwing in that game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna. That'll be, that'll be a good, uh, good value pick. Good value pick. That's what we're calling it. Good value. I agree. And then, last but not least, somewhere where you might be able to shave a couple of bucks off the tight ends. You know, other than Travis Kelsey, um, you know, who's always like the most expensive. He's like is more expensive than like a wide receiver sometimes. So, um, I think a couple of good, you know, potential guys that you could look at this week. We've talked about him a lot, but. Um, you know, Tanyan, you know, could be a great value play this week, especially, um, especially knowing, you know, that, uh, Devonte Adams has to deal with Jalen Ramsey, you know, like the, the Rams do have a good pasty, but they also are, you know, somewhat notorious for, you know, allowing, uh, some space for the tight end. So I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, Rogers already t- trusts Tanyan and with, you know, a strong kind of, you know, defense, um, he could be a really good play this week. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I feel like we, we've, <laughs> I look, I think back to when we were making fun of Robert Tanyan, like who the fuck is Robert Tanyan? I, uh, we did. And now here we he said, is. Who the fuck is this guy? Is it, fl- is it like a flash in, a, in the pan? And he wasn't, he, he really, he, he started to, to grow and just kept going. And now he's got Aaron Rodgers yeah. trust. And when you have Aaron Rodgers trust, you're in good shape. You're in good shape. That's for sure. Uh, and another interesting one, not to step on your Tanyan, but um, this was someone who I feel like we talked about earlier in draft queen season and football season, Austin Hooper on the Browns, um, who we did talk about a little bit, and he turned out to be a flash in the pan at the beginning. Agree. Like, there was a blip on the radar. And and listen, the Browns were sneaky better than I thought. It was in part due to Austin Hooper, but he never really had that breakout until, I mean, I feel like last week was just all I saw flashing across my screen for the Browns was Austin Hooper. So, um, yeah. an interesting one. And and again, to your point earlier, the Chiefs-Browns, it's not going to be a defensive battle. It's going to be all offense. And, you know, if Hooper was hot last week, like he was, um, it could be a good time to pick him yeah. up because and he it, it goes could have another big it week. goes nicely with that baker stack so if you're uh if you're trying to do a stack that could be an interesting one the baker to hooper yeah like and that. he's definitely a little bit cheaper like i said you like kelsey is going to cost you way more than pretty much any of the kind of secondary you know uh tight ends here so certainly you could spend that money on kelsey um but again if you're if you're willing to you know sort of shave a few dollars off again that allows you to have some of those other big name guys in here Love a stack. Love a stack. And last but not least, I mean, streaming a fucking D. There is one D that I'm looking at this it's the, week. I feel but like it's I, the like, only, no question. I feel like it's the only D. I, I feel like, I mean, I just feel like you got to go Packers D. I think, especially if it's going to be snowing, the, you know, the Rams offense is 
shaky. You know, they're not, you know, it's shaky. And I think just playing in snow is going to be tough. Playing at Lambeau, you know, is always, is always tough. Um, and I just, yeah, I think the, the Packers D are going to come out, you know, guns blazing. There's really no one else I think I would put my money on. Like maybe. I would maybe say the Saints. Maybe the Bills. I was going to say maybe the Saints, like, because the Saints D is good. Um, but the Bucks offense yeah. is good. You know, it, this, this is where it gets tough. You, I sort of was looking at it of maybe not even necessarily who's the best or the strongest de- ranked defense, like from the regular season, but whose yeah. offense is just not as good. And I think, yeah. I think the Rams offense, if I'm looking at all these team names, that's the offense to me, that's probably the weakest. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Plus, you know, I love they're that. coming out, you know, they're, they're coming uh, or they're playing against a team that was on by last week. These guys are rested. True. Very, very true. And that is the name of the game, I feel like, for defense especially. So that's, Getting that rest in is huge. That's where I'm at. Huge. Those are my DFS thoughts, feelings, and value ideas for the weekend don't tell don't get mad at me if you take any of this advice and you don't win because no crystal ball like i said no crystal ball. i won in the umpteenth hour last week because big ben finally woke up i did not think that was gonna happen don't take yeah i'm just giving you some ideas some thoughts some brainstorming here no crystal ball even in dfs guys well I, i'm i'm glad we're still doing I'm glad we're still doing some iteration of Stardom Sidum uh, to end our episodes every week because looking at the calendar, we've got this weekend and then we've got AFC and NFC championships the following weekend and then it's a week off before the Super Bowl. Crazy. So it's all so it's coming to a head, Michelle, and I I love talking about this with you. I love talking about football in general. I'm not ready for January to end. It's the best month of the year for so many reasons. <laughs> But I'm glad we're still doing this. This is a lot of fun. It's new for me, and I know you're the expert on it, but I like these value picks every week. So I'm having fun talking about it. I am looking forward to seeing how this weekend shakes out and to see you this weekend so we can actually do a lineup in person. So maybe we'll post about it on our socials. And if you don't follow us, it's at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. But yeah, maybe we'll post a little something. Put an Easter egg out there for the listeners this weekend. I like since it. we'll actually be together in the flesh. I like it. I like it too. Well, unless there's anything else. Is there anything else you want to talk about? This is This is... This is your day to shine. Your week no, to shine. No, it's your day to shine. It's our month to shine. But I think I think yes. we I think we kind of nailed it. Uh, well, it's been a hell of an episode as always. Happy happy birthday to you. I will see you in no time and uh Thank you to our wonderful listeners, as always, if you've made it this far. We're also putting bloopers now at sometimes at the end of the show. So listen out for those. Because we're funny. Because we're very funny. Because we have funny moments. So a little Easter egg for you all going into 2021, changing it up a little bit. But if you made it this far, we love you. Enjoy your weekend filled with Saturday and Sunday football. And we'll see you next week. 